Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male, G-O-D, 51 spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know what we do here. It's two topics in one hour. <laughs> Our two topics tonight are... Is sex important to a relationship? And breakup and backups. Or breakups and backups, plural, because we all go through more than one breakup in life. Um, but the saying is um, going around very popular these days is that women have a backup plan. And I think like the percentage is like really high. And I'm always like on the other end, like that's not true. I don't have a backup plan. But I think where we should start is what is the definition of a backup plan? Like for me, if you say backup plan, that means it's a plan B to the life that I have. And I have, you know, I got a life with another person. We, I mean, we're, we're pretty much set up to spend life together. So when you say backup plan to me, if I had a backup plan, that would be a plan B to my plan A. And my plan, I don't have a plan B that's anywhere near spending my life with a person. So when I heard like that women have a backup plan, I'm like, I totally disagree. Of course you do. But you don't, you're not the representative of every woman in America. And that percentage was, it was pretty much like, I think 50%, it might've been 75. But I really want to say it was at 50% because the, the people that I watched talk about it said that they thought it should actually be higher than the 50% that it actually was. So that the sounds hit, ridiculous. <clears throat> how can it sound ridiculous? Like if you think about- Because I think you <clears throat> ought to share your definition of what a backup plan is. And that's why your definition is gonna make the number of course skyrocket because your, your definition of backup plan is really basic. My definition of backup plan is major. So I think that's why the numbers are differing. I if mean, you're that, saying a backup plan talking, is just some guy to come over and smash, but then of talk, course it's 99% okay, of women. But you're talking about yourself. So let's, you're talking about yourself and that you don't believe in it. Do you know married women who talk to other men? See, just that hesitation right there lets you know that that shit that you talking, you already on bullshit already because you not being honest with yourself. Most women know other women that they talk to. Y'all get a call, girl, I'm going through it with him, this and that. Y'all start going to the gym. You, you see Valrico over there, you know what I'm saying, trying to help you out, spotting you and shit for the weights and shit. Then you like... You know, I'm married and shit, but you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a Facebook. All that type of shit. Go this is putting in the motion of a backup plan. It doesn't mean that you having sex with them or this, this, and that. And I tell women this all the time because if you have a social media at the end of the day, <clears throat> if your man was to open your social media, not your phone, just your social media, we would run into some shit that you'd be like, 
Well, I just didn't give a fuck about that, or I didn't respond to that type of shit. But you can. Because if it was the shoe was on the other foot and you saw that shit in our shit, you would feel a certain type of way. Now, it's like a backup plan to me is like an, an emergency glass, just in case the shit get broke and everything go into play. And also, women use backup plans to me is there's men that women have bring them food, fix their cars, fix their house, all this type of shit. These are all motherfuckers that sitting there waiting. Whether you believe that shit or not, everyone be like looking and crazy and shit like, but I don't like him. I didn't ask you if you liked him. The question is, do you use him? <laughs> then we come into a good area of it. But I wouldn't call someone that I'm using. Of course. <laughs> a backup plan though. To me that, okay, but even, the other person, even in movies, even the though other people, person beg to differ. Even, in, even in movies, when there's all this building suspense about carrying out plan A and plan A fails, mm. the whole theater is moved by the line plan B. Because you're shocked that there's a plan B and you're hoping that plan B will be just as good as plan A it, because you're going to get to the, the goal. If my goal is marriage, then my backup plan has to be an alternative marriage for it to make sense to be called a backup plan. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, if, if the goal is to save the princess, let me talk video game because I think that's what most men understand. <laughs> But we're talking about but we're talking about women, so it doesn't matter whether the men understand it or not. We're talking about, about them lying ass women out here that's sitting there talking about they don't have a backup plan. So it won't have nothing to do with no men. It has a lot to do with men Let's because be it has a lot to do with men because you guys have this narrative about this whole backup thing that I think is doing a disservice because of what I said. You're to <clears throat> to even have the statement. Mm out there and to create that narrative I think is dangerous because it's not true. I think it's okay for you to have that opinion, but don't use the term backup plan. Okay. Because that's not you what that's not plan B. Plan B is not okay, I'm not getting married anymore, so mm. let me just call up the guy who hangs pictures on my wall and paints mm. and fixes my car because that's plan B. That does not sound like a plan B. That sounds like damn, my man is gone. I need some manpower around this motherfucker. Let me use him to do it until I find plan B to replace what my man gave me. Just having some sidekick or some guy you use is not a backup plan. But if that's what y'all are calling it and then creating that narrative, <clears throat> then you're roped women into just because they got some guy, a handyman, that they're hoes. Because that's what I think of when the when I join a podcast and I'm watching and they're saying 99% of women have a backup plan. I'm thinking, okay, so this is a show about a lot of hoes that's got a lot of dudes in their inbox is having a lot of conversations that have a lot of backup situations that's the narrative it's not the narrative oh you know well if he leaves she just calls over somebody to take out the trash that's not what we're talking about here no nah, i ain't that ain't what i'm talking about either but you still didn't answer the question do you have homegirls that's married that talk you to know what man? whenever i have a good answer point, the question you gotta go back to a point that you already Ms. made miss lassiter you don't get a Miss, da -da dump because Miss, we've already had, Miss, we've already, you've Miss already Lassiter. said that. Miss Lassiter, it's like a simple oh yes or no. Oh my God. Like, this, like in so a court of, a court of law, you wouldn't even be able to explain this. It's like yes or no. Miss Lassiter, do you have female friends that are married that talk to other guys? 
See the silence? <laughs> but these are lies that I'm talking about. These are the narratives. But if you was but if you was but if you was hundred percent confident, you would sit there and say no with a straight face. That's like basically just asking me like I could say that if I were talking about myself. But but I ask you, do you have friends? So friends you know, married, do they talk to other guys? Not their husband. Other guys. Yes. Thank you. Now, this is how the backup plan comes into motion. Because at the end of the day, they are married. But marriage isn't everything that is meant to be for everybody. When people are younger, especially women, they're rushing to get down to the aisle. Even, even if you look at the percentages of the divorce rate, it ain't men that's fucking filing for divorce. It's women. And because it's women, what you think women filing for divorce and they just like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life by myself. No. See, when that file of divorce come in, the file of divorce come into play, there's another person on the other end because they already like, well, I'm finna file for divorce. I mean, well, that depends on how long they've been separated. People be separated I for like four years, so duh. I don't. It's get, not like they separate. Well, oh, I've been separated for six months, and I'm about to call good. my backup guy. That sound, That's not how it works. That sound. I, I know, cause I'm gonna tell you how it works. <laughs> so, really, at the end of the day, like I've had homegirls that I know personally that are married, and they said that and have told me out of their own mouth. This is a female, like. There was this guy I was fucking with in high school. We talked from time to time. We've stayed in contact for over the years. So guess who she's trying to get with after the fact, after introducing her husband to this motherfucker? This is my friend from college. This is my friend that y'all so buddy-buddy have them all in my house and shit. But when the divorce papers come down, it might be how y'all go from friendship to, to relationship. relationship. And that's a backup plan. That so, is, now that I would call a backup plan. But there's plenty of women that but have that think... shit. Yeah, yeah, there you go with that thinking shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think. But see, but when I was explaining that, <laughs> you were sitting there lacking like you was just befuddled. Like, this shit is just impossible. Like, we're hunting for gold. And there's a map drawn out, like the Goonies. And there's no way on God's green earth that we could go on this treasure hunt and find some gold. That's you how you acting about women, talking about they don't have a backup plan. No, I'm just saying the way that you said it made it easy for it to be described as a backup plan. Let me say that. Because the way you laid it out, it's like you, I'm the, the witness on the stand, and you are trying me to get me to agree or go with what you're saying. It was just laid out perfectly for me to agree at the end of the statement. But after thinking about it, <laughs> there are plenty of women who if you divorce like and let's say you live in a different city and you're married and have a family and you get divorced and you move back home duh you're gonna fall back into some of the old places you used to go your old neighborhood where your grandma used to live so across the street is a guy that you used to go to high school with that could be completely innocent so i can't agree with that if they end up together they ended up together off an innocent situation you can't call that a backup plan a backup plan is she was talking <clears> to him <throat> while they were married they they but were interested was, in each other while you she, were married but she was you talking to fool him. around with him while you were married <laughs> just saying that that's, that's not, a friend from high school doesn't mean anything that's not true first of all she was already talking to him. They've been talking to him. She was fucking him in college after that, in the beginning of right before they got married and continued to talk to him Why that marriage was going on. Mm -hmm. Now, if he wasn't nothing or 
it wasn't like so innocent. Then, like I said, just open the DMs and let's just see what let's say let's just see like what's cracking because the phone conversations that were that were being had it wasn't like no texts and no shit going on. She told me straight up that she talked to him through Facebook. So a lot of the conversations that's being had, that conversation is being hidden. And mo and like most men, men will wait to the end of time for pussy. Like that's just <laughs> how we are. Not to the you end know time. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's good for the man. Because there's no strings attached. That's one thing that most women don't, you know, that they don't really get. Like, women be fucking, like, and this is this, this is free game. Women will be fucking with somebody and then in a relationship with a whole nother person and fuck this guy from time to time. And he, a guy's cool with that. But dump your man and then be like, hey, I'm free now. He don't and, want you. And you're going to see <laughs> the real reaction that he had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good for you. Yeah. But I got, got nothing to do with me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. that's how we started. And I fuck here, like fuck there, little fuck everywhere. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And nah, because you free, that doesn't mean that I'm going over that. that but but women don't understand that. So by them trying to put their backup plan into motion, that's why it's so set apart like that. I understand what you're talking about, but those incidents and coincidence don't just happen. You don't just leave your of motherfucking house. Of course they do. Of course, I totally believe in things just happening. You believe in unicorns, don't you? I do. I believe. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See, that's all you gotta, that's all that gotta be said right there. But everything you wake up is a miracle, I'm like. Unicorns is this? You believe in unicorns? Unicorns? You're gonna do this to me right now. Yeah, I believe in a lot of, yeah. I believe in magic. I believe in, if, hey, listen. Listen. If Jesus gotcha. was, was resurrected gotcha. from the dead, there could certainly be a unicorn. If there's aliens in space, so, then there could certainly so, be a unicorn. So, so let me ask you this. So you believe in unicorns, but you don't believe that a woman have backup plans. You believe in all this other shit, like I... leprechauns and all this other shit. But you don't believe that there are no women sitting in their marriage with not a backup plan. I didn't say that, not at all. I'm just saying that I don't think the percentage is high based on the fact that I think that our definition of backup plans are different. And I think that the conversation and the women, um, the narrative painted about women would change if we just make sure that the word backup plan is more mm. defined well, because there are people that meet other people and it's totally coincidence that they're both free at the same time and it's just the right time for that two people. It does not mean that those two people were in other relationships and looked at each other as backup plans. I just don't believe that because I've never <clears> got <throat> out of a relationship and into another one that I considered a backup. That's cool. You can consider it whatever you you think. But that but you're talking about from the perspective of just you. Yeah. Now I'm talking in generalization of like actually what's going on. And I've and there's no way that you've been on the phone a lot of time with your homegirl talking to them. And I know you done gave warnings of girl, you married. 
Why are you doing that? Why are you talking to him? You know he don't, he don't see you like that. That fun gonna be over. If your husband find out, like don't act like these conversations are not being had from your friends, women, or anything. A lot of these conversations are always being had. Women get bored. That men work too much. And a lot of... Or, but we're not talking about cheating or, in general. We're talking about the phrase back up plan. Plan B. I do not believe but this that is, this is how these cheaters have back up plans. But this is how backup plans come into play. Because the, the reason I'm giving those scenarios is because loneliness turns into conversation or attention from other people. Let's just be real with this. And in this world that we live in now... Is very social media. I, I don't. I, I really don't even know a woman that doesn't have one. send me that picture but you post the exact same picture like up watch all these likes and this and that and women answer what men they want to i've watched it play out over and over again i've watched women on live that go live that do that people asking comments all up in there you know how you doing you fine you pretty this is and that but she singles out the one person that is her backup plan, more than likely, that she's talking to. Now you know you crazy, see? He stood me up having a full-fledged conversation and then turn around and say I'm in a relationship. But if her man was in there, I bet that wouldn't even go like that at all. It's a backup plan. I don't care how you do it. I'm not saying a backup plan is that you fucking them. A backup plan is that you yet your yeah, main goal. Yeah, but if you're having is, conversations, that's the narrative that you're creating because no one's saying. Should you be talking to anybody to another another person without your significant other knowing about your conversation? No, you should not. It's inappropriate behavior. It is inappropriate. But because somebody is acting inappropriately, they become a part of the narrative that they may have a backup plan. It's crazy. You can't say that. You can't create those type of narratives. I think it's dangerous. I think it's irresponsible. Mm. It's because you're saying that a backup plan could just be the handyman because that's how it's created to begin with. Mm -hmm. And that's just not fair. That's just not fair. Because what, everybody you know that has fair? people in their lives that are helping them is actually looking at this person as um, somebody that they're, they want to be in a relationship with. Even if they do end up in a relationship with them, mm -hmm. they that wasn't pre Premeditated. Gotcha. And so Every premeditated, time. when you say backup plan, plan is a premeditated word. That means you planned to no, be that, that is not what in this situation. Uh, yes, it is. That's if you plan something, you premeditated it. No, that's you not, can't say mm, that that mm, definition of plan doesn't work because of your narrative. That is the mm, definition of the word. But, if it's a black up mm, plan, then you but, premeditated it. Yeah, period. Yeah, but that but that does not mean that backup like anything else, backup plan means a false effect fail safe but your fail safe don't always work so you can't say that hey it's pre you could premeditate anything that you want to because even my homegirl she premeditated her being with the motherfucker that she was fucking since college since all uh, since all through not through her marriage but talking to him through all through her marriage and then once her marriage about the end she was like i think i want to give a go at him 
and started cheating with him towards the end of her marriage. And once she fucking got out that marriage, she was like, hey, I'm free. I could be with you. And he was like, no. So that was her backup plan, but it failed. He didn't look at her like a backup plan, but she looked at him like one. Mm -hmm. So by her being married and just getting free pussy, he don't have to turn her down. Okay, but the difference, I think, because I don't know your particular homegirl, but in that case, I feel like your definition works because she was actively actively having sex with this person while she was in her marriage and the and, and the conversations were inappropriate i'm guessing if you're having sex you ain't talking about unicorns and rainbows but what or, or, or on social you're media you're not but it you're talking up, about but some you, nasty but you, ass shit but you know what but it led up to that because at the, what i said in the marriage, they still stayed in contact. And right. that contact of a male and a female just having conversations, especially when you know the person, the guy could really be like, damn, man, you know, I always found you attractive. You know what I'm saying? Now you married. It start off as like play. That's how I start off. Yeah. Come on, like, like, yeah. Yeah, it start off as... I recognize it, that conversation. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and a lot of women recognize that shit because you're going to be comfortable with that person so y'all can flirt with each other, you can do those type of things, and you can say inappropriate stuff to each other. You already know. It doesn't have to be like, this is just what it is, but you can set it in motion so that way if my relationship blow up, he already know I the, like him. The he, crazy uh, thing is this, though. The crazy thing is you, though. No, because I'm. You know what? I I hold myself accountable. So I'm like, you know what? Who who am I attracted to in my head? Who who? What kind of guy would I like? Every guy that I've thought about that. I've smelt in the last five years that smelt good or spoke well, somebody that would even be attracted to, guess what? They're already taken. They're spoken for. So it would be unintelligent for me to be like, that guy's a good backup plan. My my backup plan would only work if my my plan, the my marriage failed and his marriage or his relationship failed. So that's putting a lot of, it doesn't even make sense. But for that, me, it doesn't the, make sense. But just the same scenario that you just told me because her backup plan didn't work out and it failed. Right. So Johnny Gill, that keeps saying, my, my, my. <clears throat> You're talking about you. And we're talking about women in general is a whole. And, and as a whole, I think uh, there are uh, more uh, women uh, like me who just have things to pass by time. It's not a, a backup plan. There's a lot of women. It's not a backup plan. Trust in, me. There's a lot of women that don't believe in mm -hmm. unicorns. Trust me. Well, listen. And you are one of them. Let me so tell I'm, I'm, so I'm I'm you. Th uh, so I'm thinking I'm I'm, you lost that I'm point only prove when my you point. would not answer if you have friends. Listen. It, listen. For a, We've been doing relations probably five or six years. During the whole time we've done this show, there's one thing we've always agreed on. That there is a shortage of good men in this in, to date. We've always agreed on that. Let me finish. And because we've always agreed on that, for you to sit here and say that based on my definition of a plan B, that that's even possible. There is, I cannot think of another man who is available, <clears throat> ready to commit or another man that I would want to commit to. Gotcha. Sitting here, there's only one, and that's the person that I'm with. So to me, I know for sure, just based on the statistics, mm -hmm. that there's a shortage of marriageable men or men who commit in the world to begin with, mm -hmm. then how 
how are you painting this narrative that women have backup plans? Where are these backup men even come from who are qualified to be your plan B? Ask your friends that. Because, <laughs> you know because they, they'll, tell, they'll tell you where I'm it comes from. So like, like, no, 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 no. We're going to stay right here on this topic because if, just because you saying that, we have agreed that there is a shortage. There's a shortage of men. We have. But, but we also have agreed that women pick horribly when it comes to men. See, the thing about this is where your where your narrative goes not right in this sense is if you you probably pick bad men all the way around. So your thought process is thinking about where you stay at. And where you stay at, you might say to yourself, like, damn, in this city that I live in, there's not a lot of eligible men here. But if you was to explore out of that, just like anything else, like a radius, your numbers start to increase. This just just like an app, just like a dating app. Like when the radius is small, the selection the, is the selection small. is small. Your radius, you open it up, and then all of a sudden, there's more available women right, or men. But we now, all know now, that on, half no, of those are down low. I let you I let you talk. Now see you're trying to paint a different narrative. <laughs> and a so third we're talking about other, so, you, 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 <laughs> listen, you're trying to paint a different narrative. The reality of it is you pick fucked up men and you thinking of that your, your chances of, of not finding a real man is high but that is absolutely not true and when you're talking about when you're talking about people who holler at you you know what i'm saying in your dms this and that so i want to talk about this the other thing is when women use non-sexual commitments to men that they deal with so there's a guy that either give you money, fix your car, this and that. I'm talking about these people. And don't be sitting there acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. Every woman knows what I'm talking about. You get the benefits of not giving sex, but get the benefits of what they'll give you because you know that they, they like you. Now, whether you look at them as a backup plan or not is fucking irrelevant because at the end of the day, they'll come through in the clutch. You fucking like need, need, need your house moved or need something. If you need to get out your husband's house, he'll show the fuck up. He'll risk, he'll risk life and limb <laughs> because he want to fuck your ass. And you know this already. <laughs> now, if it if he just so happened to work itself out, you know what I'm saying? It will. But you ain't putting him in play, cock the gun in the whole nine and just let it go like that. But you people keep people around for different reasons. Like, it's not like I'm saying, like, you just go out and you look for a, 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 a backup plan. And other thing I just is, wish you wouldn't call and, it that. And, and then the other and But the main thing about this is also like breakups. When you're talking about breakups, most people, when you're talking about that, they're not honest about their breakups. So are we switching topics? Is that what we're doing? No, it's, it's breakups and backups. Okay, but we were just on... Oh, that's what we are talking about. Exactly. I Wake up. it was time to switch. Wake up. Yeah, because you, you just want to switch. But it's breakups, and most people don't know how to break up either with their significant other or if they've been in this long relationship where things have went sour. Mm -hmm. So the attention that you get in a lot of time now... That's where the backup plan come into play because you're already tired of this relationship. So keep in mind that she was in this marriage 
you know, since her 20s. And now she's 30-something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But why is this narrative even about women? Because I know men have, for me, we I think men have way more. Like because women. it wasn't specified for just women. I feel like men have a backup plan. I, I, I think you. that that's always been that way. But I, think I was this, asking. This narrative about women is new. Got, it's but, been that way with but, men. But guess, guess what? But I didn't bring up this narrative. You said, I don't believe that women have that shit. And I was answering the question. I never not once said that men don't have backups. Never not one time. But you wanted to know the answer to it because you just didn't believe it. That's why we were talking about women. Correct? See, silence is the main thing when people are in that corner and they're not right. Now, we can talk about men having backups, but it's still the same thing to me. Because like when men break up, Men definitely have backup plans. Men oh, don't. Sure, it's men, a toothbrush. Men, 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 but, it's but a toothbrush at your but, bitch house right but, now. But don't act like women don't. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, fellas, go into Facebook, go into IG. You'll see some shit that you'll be like, so who was this? Who was this? Who was this? And is she gonna turn into? Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba, do you? She ain't gonna know shit. She ain't gonna know what the fuck going. She gonna be looking like my co-host right here, <laughs> <laughs> acting like she don't know what's going on. Oh, well, Leroy, th that's nobody. Like he just um, yeah. So don't act like not Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> he got that glow. <laughs> so don't act like women don't have backup plans. It ain't just men doing the shit. Women have that shit at a high rate. And like I told you, men don't even file for Our the boards. Our toothbrush ain't at nobody's house. We ain't left no underwear at nobody's house. Yeah. You ain't got no body wash in the tub. <laughs> hey. That ain't got that nothing mean, to do with whether y'all have backup plans or not. The, and it ain't any body wash. It's the exact body wash that he probably used at home so he can go home smelling like the same soap he washed his ass with when he left home. That's cool. The same medications. All the shit that he fucked with is at his other That's bitch right. house. And y'all pack bags and take that bag right over but to that But that bag go back now. home when we go home. That's we right. Leave but you shit. ain't coming back with so that bag. So which one of those is a backup you plan? You ain't coming one back of those to those things bag is for the my moment. house. No. I can tell you that right now. You ain't coming to my house with that bag. You and that bag gonna be out on that porch. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. Damn. You Golly. He got mad. I'm just telling what it is. Press ain't mad. You just a sip of Kool-Aid? You okay? What are you talking about? It's cause you like unicorns ain't got nothing to do with it. Don't sweat the technique now. You gotta have points in this thing. It's called a debate When people run out of points, that's when they get quiet. Oh, no. <laughs> No, you just cracked me up. I think it's asinine because I think what you've described as a backup plan is a fucking moment. And I think that that moment was described when you said we take a bag and we go back home with that motherfucker. When y'all motherfuckers is leaving toothbrush, cologne. No, wait a minute. It ain't even the cologne and the, the bath wash from your house. It's some shit she went and bought because you told her to and that she got at her crib for your ass. Y'all got backup plans. Gotcha. We have what moments. Is that? What does that have to what does Difference. that have? Backup plan is the same all the way around. Moments, and you, and, and, a backup and, plan and, and a moment you, is not the same. And you are and a you moment is in, a moron in present. For even thinking that, and anybody that's and, and anybody that's thinking that that it's a different. A moment is it, 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 a moment is a moment in the time. The moment is in the present, but it, right? But, but guess what? 
but y'all have more than moments because just talking to somebody from point A all the way to point D is not a moment. So that's where you're wrong at. So your moment would have just been like what you subscribe. Hey, I just moved back home. You know what I'm saying? And Derek is over there. You know, I knew him from high school. That's a moment. Not talking from, not talking to the motherfucker from the point in time that you got married all the way through your marriage. That ain't no moment. I will say that. I, if you're holding conversation all the way through your marriage and you used to be with the person, then you are potentially looking for that person as a backup plan if your situation fails. I'm just saying that that number changes meaning the statistic changes when you separate what a backup plan is versus what a moment is. I think a lot of women have moments. I don't think they have a lot of backup plans. Listen, the Sorry. To the topic isn't moment. Sorry. The topic is backup plan. So we, we're not talking Sorry. about the exclusion of women who don't have that. We're talking about the women who have backup plans. And I'm just so saying it doesn't, that so do. it doesn't, I'm just saying so it doesn't, the number's it doesn't, lower but it doesn't, once it you doesn't, consider no, it doesn't. that your idea no, of a backup plan is totally fucked up. No, it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, I don't meet a bunch of women that like unicorns or, know, or think they exist. You know what I'm saying? So you, if I line 20 women up and you the only one believe in it, I don't think that I'm the only number one is, believe. guess what? It's I think high. 18 out of 20 believe that there's unicorns, by the way. Two people don't. Guess what? Because they're cynical. Hey, we on, we on YouTube. You know what? And guess what? All y'all that think she's delusional, give me two thumbs up in the chat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead, give me a subscribe. <laughs> and we're going to do like Nick Cannon. You're out. <laughs> You're so dumb. Do you, you have to believe in unicorns yourself. Yeah, okay. Whatever. You watch Marvel? Anyway, next topic. You already got beat. <laughs> it's one zip. Let's go. Whatever. Let's talk about how vital sex is in a relationship. And this is going to be fun because normally I would say sex isn't everything. But I thought about a friend of mine and I think that her relationship, if I'm being honest, fucking sucks. Like, I think it's cool but the, for the most part I think it fucking sucks. I think she deals with a lot of bullshit she shouldn't have, she shouldn't have to deal with. So I was thinking to myself that if his dick didn't work, like one day he woke up and he was like went his dick wouldn't work and he went to the doctor and the doctor was like it's over there's not a pill we can give you there's not a surgery we can do your dick is just not gonna work anymore would she still deal with the bullshit I just would want to know I think her answer would be no because are you saying because she getting fucked that she's staying through bullshit? I'm just and it's hard for me to say but I think your situation is more tolerable when you feel loved. And having sex, unfortunately, is a way that women feel loved, especially in your prime. My, my friend is the same age as me. I'm in my prime. So if he was still everything he is, every bad thing, and he didn't have a dick to smooth it over, I just think she would throw in the towel. And I wouldn't blame her because it's like, okay, so... So sex is everything. No. I'm saying that 80% of his bad habits make their relationship bad. 20% is good. So, and a part of the 20 cent, 20% is the dick. So I'm saying if the dick goes away, now he's only 10% good and 90% bullshit. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you're asking her to choose 10% love and 90% BS. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just stupid for her to do. Now, if he loved her, the, the love was 90%. 
and the dick didn't work, then I could shift the dick over to the 20% and there's still 90% or, or 80% of love there or whatever the statistics would be. There would be more love than bullshit. But because there's more bullshit than love, I think if the dick goes, the relationship goes. Mm -hmm. So in this particular example, yes, sex is important to their relationship because if he's not dicking her down then that means that she's only getting back rubs and an, an occasional forehead kiss and getting a coochie licked and the rest of the time he's being the, the person that he is and he's hard to love gotcha. but let's take that scenario out of it. Is sex just important to a relationship? I think it is based on that example okay. because there are good and bad things about people and those things are tolerable when that person is being giving. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of friends who are married to millionaires, so the giving is at some point going to not be materialistic. It's going to be physical giving. So that is going to include words of affirmation. That's going to include quality time. That's going to include sex. Okay. Um, I wouldn't disagree with you. Um, I think sex is one of those things that is important in a relationship and they can make and break relationships really at the end of the day um it's one of the reasons why people cheat like that scenario that you just gave um any normal person looking at her would be like she's a moron just by you is just even giving that example because if you're talking about to me when you're talking about sex well sex isn't love to me that's why it's two different things so she's willing to take dick and just have sex, not love. Now you no, should, you she, can't she, say that because she's in a relationship. That's so got, she's I, making I, love. I, I got it, but just because that's what she's doing, don't mean that's what he's doing. So keep in mind that because if he loved her, you get what I'm saying. Like this is where it comes full circle. Because if he loved her, then he wouldn't be doing the bullshit, which that's is not the, true. which is the, okay. Well, that what that's what she would say. Like if you love me, so if she catch him cheating, she would be like, and he say, I love you. Her a normal response would be, no, you don't. Because if you love me, you wouldn't be disrespecting me. Well, that's part of his bullshit. And then the bullshit goes on and on and on and on. So that's why I'm telling you that that means that he don't love her and he ain't making love to her. Most most men, not all men, most men know that bitches are cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And at the end of the day... They are men. That's why I just said, like, a lot of women don't know how to choose men. Because women get, have dick blinders on, and they get dickmatized like real crazy. They'll pay everything in the house. Motherfucker won't be paying one bill. Even their girlfriend is like, he ain't paying no bills? And her response is, yeah, but the dick is just so good. Like, this shit is, like, mind-boggling to me. You know probably about three, four, five, six, seven, eight women that have said this shit. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm telling you there's no fucking way that you can think in your mind that he love you. He know, just like I know, if I dick you down enough, I could tell you we going to the moon, and you'll believe that shit. Well, you know what? I could, I could actually ride off that narrative because I agree. But I think to give the topic more service, I don't think every bad relationship is indicative of just the standard basic cheating. Sometimes there's addiction. 
sometimes there's abuse, sometimes there's bad children, sometimes there's a crazy baby mama. No, I'm just there are. There are some relationships that are perfect, and then you got the fucking kid that keeps going to jail every other week, mm-hmm. and the motherfucker's tired of going down there and bailing the child out. And the daddy like, I ain't bailing them out. And the mama is like, we going to get my baby. Mm-hmm. These are real situations that hit home that make a relationship. So that's fucking what they sex like. To me, it's one of the cons that I was saying about the guy when I was saying that her relationship is 90% bad. Okay. It Meaning that most of the time that I talk to her, the guy is off the rails, mm-hmm. being mean, intolerable person. It's only 20, uh, 10% of the time that I'm talking to her that they had a great night, they went out, she got dicked down. That's 10% of the time mm-hmm. that we talk. 90% is he's just a fucking dick. So, if you take away the sex out of that relationship mm-hmm. with the addiction and the intolerability and mm-hmm. the abuse, then yeah, I would encourage her in that situation to leave. I didn't want to say that he didn't love her because when you talk about addiction and abuse, that doesn't mean that that person doesn't love the person, Mm -hmm. that means that the person has self-issues. They don't have, sometimes the reason why somebody is putting their hands on you don't have nothing to do with you. Sometimes when a person is drinking and smoking and going down a road of addiction, don't got nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's about them. Mm -hmm. And so, when you're in that type of situation, you can't say that there's no love. Mm -hmm. That person just is in a bad place. Mm -hmm. And they need self-help. It doesn't mean that there's no love there. So I can't turn it around on my friend and be like, girl, you know he don't love you anyway. That's going to be the wrong thing to say. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is what you said was a good point. Well, girls take dick and they take all this this bad stuff, but it's like that's 10%. It's not like the 10% was he fucked me over the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. The 10% was we had a great night. We went on a romantic date mm-hmm. um, and I made love with my husband. So this isn't, you know, a fuck. This is a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just that most of the time that I speak to this person, it's just a bunch of bad shit. So I feel like in her situation, mm-hmm. if the dick stopped working, she would be a slave to a person who is not well. Mm-hmm. But if that dick stopped working, she would probably smarten up and leave. Because I've also heard a lot of women that be like, well, at least you could do is fuck me right. And mm-hmm. a lot of these arguments or shit that I'm bitching about would stop. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, um, you're right what you're saying. But what I, I was saying was, it's two different scenarios of how people are viewing a scenario. Mm-hmm. And with men, a lot of men know that if I fuck this girl right, I can probably get just about anything out of her. Like, most men know this. Mm-hmm. It's women that don't know this. So that's why they find themselves in fucked up scenarios. Mm-hmm. But just because you feel that way and you're like, you know, I'm making love to my husband and this is what I really want to do, does not mean that that other person necessarily love you. It could be right, wrong, don't really know, but I'm just saying it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. Now, if I flip it around, and then I say, that exact same scenario for me, 10% ain't fucking enough. I don't give a fuck what she giving. Head for 10 minutes or 10% pussy, any of that shit. Like the 90% of that bullshit is not enough for me. Like 90% of bullshit getting her ass kicked out. Out, yeah. That's for me. And I don't care how much she say she love me. You I can tell you got your own crib. She getting her ass out. No, I, I, I'm... You don't I, live at nobody else's house. I mean, what, but what I'm saying is like, when you're talking about being tolerable 
of like 10% just because the dick is good. And we're talking about, is it important to like a relationship in that scenario? Yeah, it is for her. Now let's turn the tables around and let's say that a person has a sex, sex addiction. Is sex important in that relationship? Because now that person is abusing it. You see what I'm saying? Is it that? I think it becomes more important in that relationship than anything else because the person is already dealing with an addictive personality. I'm not saying that the sex, I think the importance of the sex heightens now. Yeah, but that, but both of the people have to have the sex addiction and this is where this go wrong. So that's why, that's why I gave that example. Mm-hmm. It's because now we're in a scenario where the woman can be like, this is too much sex mm-hmm. because the motherfucker just have a, a sex addiction. He want to come home, fuck. Uh, after dinner, he want to fuck. Like, it, it's too much mm-hmm. because he has an addiction. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But the other person don't have the addiction. Mm-hmm. So now he's on 90%, she's on 10, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, this too much. And if you go to any counselor, even though what you just said, that counselor, I'm willing to bet, will say, no, that's wrong. You have an addiction that needs to be fixed because you're overdosing. Because anything that you overdose on isn't good for you. So yeah. whether it's food, sex, does not matter. So now, the sex isn't good for that relationship. It might not be good, but it doesn't come. It doesn't become less important to the relationship. Just because it's not good doesn't mean it's not important. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely give that, but I was just giving the the, the examples of both of those mm-hmm. just to show that just because one could be on ninety percent of bullshit, one could be ninety percent of over sex. Mm-hmm. So even though they could be b- both of them important to the relationship, doesn't mean that one or the other. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they both in bad scenarios. They just at opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I do think that. You know, we all human beings, you know, at the end of the day. Um, how important is sex? I think that would be something that you have to talk to your spouse about. How often that you do it. Like, I I've, I have homeboys that be like, the sex is just too, you know, my girl want to fuck too much. Mm-hmm. You know, and from a man, a lot of times, younger men, middle-aged men, and older men, we go through sex spurts so of course like when you're younger that's where that terminology comes from fucking like a rabbit because that's what you want to do middle age you got your groove and you you there older you might slow down a little bit but because women peak at different times Mm -hmm. a lot of times the sex don't really measure out. So in that relationship, it depends on where y'all are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because most women like older men anyway. So by the time they hit their peak, did you catch your guy at the end of his right. downfall? And now it's important to you. And now you're nagging about, well, we don't really have sex a lot because mm-hmm. you at your peak. I think the best answer is whether sex is or how vital sex is to the relationship depends on the person's love language. Like, and to me, like, trust me, this love language shit, I was never into. And when I first heard it, I was like, this is going to be a bunch of bullshit. However, when I recognized what my love language was and I recognized how somebody, if they're loving me their way, I still didn't feel loved. And so if 
sex can only sex is vital to the relationship just like you said when both when it's important to both people um and if it's important to one person it's still the other person's responsibility to love them in that way so what i'm saying to you is if my love language if number one on the list is physical touch whether that's the way you receive love or not it's the way you have to give love because that's the way the person receives it you cannot give love the same way you receive it it does not work because you might be trying to give it but the person is not receiving it as love that's why i i had an issue with my spouse with um being very touchy-feely um wanting to be on him all the time laying his lap and he was a person that wasn't used to that but my love language is definitely physical touch so every time he would jerk or push me away or say don't do that it hurt me deeply and he was like why i'm just not a person that did that you know it's not a big deal i, I love you but I didn't receive that well because my love language is physical touch and him telling me that that's not the way he's ever been in his life didn't make it go away. Mm -hmm. Physical touch is still my love language. So if he needs to make me feel loves, he, he has to resort to physical touch. His love language is he likes to receive gifts. So I got to stay on top of my game and make sure that I'm up on my gift giving and that I put thought into it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's important to him. That's how he receives love. I can't change that because in my past, you know, people used me. So you your love language is receiving gifts. I'm not going to be able to do that because everybody I was with used me for money. So I don't believe in buying people gifts. Where So I'm going to love you in the love language that I want to love you in because of my past. That is trauma and it's ridiculous and you can never make a relationship work like that. You have to love a person in their love language. Mm -hmm. So if their love language is physical touch, whether you like having sex or not, get with it. What the fuck does this have to do with is sex important to the relationship? Because I just, that, everything, everything. Anyway, anyway I let you ramble. How? On. I let you ramble on. How did I shit. say? How did? How did not that not compute? You, I let you ramble on about that. Let me let me show you something about relationships. That's going that that's going to really show you something about what that love language shit is bullshit. Are you really saying mm-hmm. love language is bullshit? Right that most definitely is bullshit. Love language is a way for like had, for one had to be invented by some women based on just about like how the woman feels because all, none of this shit matters to when it comes to men. I've discussed this over and over again, and I'm gonna show you some shit. That's that scenario that you just painted, rambling on about like a whole bunch of bullshit about like hey he has to love me in this love language and he has to do this and this is that. But see, it never qualifies when it comes to men because. When when men start bringing up some of the shit that they 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 really want, so I'll give the example of this. Like, I don't like the same pussy every day. I want some extra pussy. But most women, not poly women, not women that send the threesomes, women that love you, that want this one-on-one thing. I should be enough for you. I don't give a fuck how much my love language say, give me gifts. Give me some more vagina. Give me something that I want. She's gonna look me in my face and say, I should be enough for you. Mm -hmm. And she ain't gonna get no damn or two fucks about my love language. (laughs) So don't give me this shit about you should love that person in their love language. That's like, I understand. Hold on, hold on. Pussy is not on on the love language list. Why? Because I'm a man? (laughs) See what I'm saying? See, love language only appears to be for what the woman wants. See, (laughs) 
That's nothing. You should just be able to hold my hand and I should be able to put my, my, my head on your lap and it's just like affection. Well, that's just some pussy. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean nothing to me. It's just something that I need. So whole, it's nice and moist and warm. It's something that I just need to slide in from time to time. Not yours. Just somebody else. Cause it's my love language. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what you talking about, man? Well, why don't you make the list of love languages from the men's perspective? I will, but what I'm saying is like you can't tell people that that love the other person. And well, you kind of have to because, like, really, at the end of the day, most people to me, I don't really feel like people use relationships is ownership. And a lot of times what go on is like because this person say I love you, they feel like I every like they, they own everything about you. Mm -hmm. So they wanna dictate where you go, where you can't go. Who um you can only fuck me. I don't want you fucking nobody else. That has nothing to do with love. Mm -hmm. That's ownership. Last I check, I ain't no slave. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So you can't say that you love me and then I say something to you like listen. We in a relationship, but I can't eat nuggets 175 days. Like, every <laughs> once in a while, I want some shrimp. You understand what I'm saying? Without you getting mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to try something else. But because she loved me and feel she owned me, she going to be like, Fucking crazy. <laughs> That's what she gonna say to me. And don't give two fucks by my love language. Again, ladies and gentlemen, threesomes and anything of the nature are not on the list of love okay, languages. Gotcha. Well, we don't have to have a threesome. Let me go to. Uh, let me go out. You know what I'm saying? Without you, this ain't a threesome. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that I need. It's something. To me, it's an urge that is just like bothering me. That's a gift. Do no, you call that gifts? It, it, it's, it's the hunt. Because I'm a hunter. And it's what I need. I need to get out on the seven seas. I'm a salesman. I'm a dick smith. I need to get out here on this raft. And catch some fish. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is sex important? I'ma say it's important. Just don't abuse it. Don't go overboard with it. But is it important to relationship? You is. have to find a common ground where the sex will work for both of y'all. Definitely. I definitely believe that. Um, and so now we're going to go into the tap-in <laughs> portion of the show. And we hope you guys are tapping in at spadeperry.com. If you have any questions about any of the shows that you saw, um, have seen, or there is just a particular situation that you're in that you want feedback about, you tap in at spadeperry at gmail.com, and you might hear your tap-in right here on Relations. Do you have the tap-in this evening? For sure. Awesome. Now, this is like is a real interesting i got an email that you should like not like but it might alarm you a little bit <laughs> so oh it actually goes like this um woman emailed me she wanted to stay anonymous and she basically said that she loved she loved the man that she was with um they've been together like 15 years they got married and this is the that's well, like the last for think six months or seven months so they had been together that long and then they finally got married and she's saying now that she feel like she made a mistake so now that they are married 
she's like, I love him, but I don't think I love him enough to be married to him. And now she wants out of the marriage and she just hasn't figured out how to tell him. And she asked him for advice. Oh my God. Um, I think since I don't know the details, I'm going to say this. I'm thinking if she just fell out of love and there was nothing that he did that was really wrong, then she should probably get a third party. She should one start therapy herself. And then when her therapist thinks it's time, they should invite her husband in and they should tell him or the therapist should coach her on what to say, because it's so easy to leave somebody when you have reason you smoke you drink you haven't worked in the last six years i can't take it no more it's different when you married somebody and you stayed in a committed marriage that they think is good for 15 years and then you wake up one morning and decided it was a mistake so i think there's more fragility there because you can't point the finger at the person you're leaving you have to point the finger at yourself and so in order to do that i think you need help i think because it's hard to say it's about me and not about you. I did this to us. Mm. I think that that's a very hard thing to do and I think she needs professional help with this one. This is beyond relations. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. My advice is this. Before you come up with a backup plan, because you're only six months in. Oh my God. I suggest you go ahead and get out of it. Um, like really at the end of the day, I'm going to just say this from what I gather is a lot of times when you meet someone in, in most cases where y'all are high school, like sweethearts and, and this is all, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this is only the person that, you know, marriage, a lot of times, I don't know why, but marriage and kids put like spotlights on how people view their life. You know what I'm saying? And if this isn't the person that you went down the aisle with and you thought you wanted to spend the rest of your life with and that marriage put a spotlight on your whole relationship and you like, I don't think I want this. I think you need to get out of it because I don't even think a therapist can convince you because now you just did the biggest thing that most women because this ain't a man saying, hey, I had, I had cold feet like I went over the threshold. and it's No, this is a woman. So she had ample opportunity over the years and not six months in, she like, I regret this. There's something about the relationship to me that the marriage put a spotlight on and now it's come full circle. So to- But don't you think that because of it's because she is the reason i'm not saying don't get out of the relationship i'm saying that it's not going to be an easy deliverable for her to tell him this so i'm saying enlist help to break up i'm not saying oh okay i'm saying get self-help for yourself so that you know how to deliver it the right way because it's going to be damaging okay i don't disagree i don't disagree with that but to me it's going to be damaging either way because one thing is all the time has been there and this is something that he's going to think about too and he did something that was big that he will feel in the woman's eye that's that was should have been big for her too and now is like hey this is a mistake and i don't you know i get what you're saying you're trying to soften the blow but i think either way it go that blow won't be softened right you know what i'm saying so i get it but i but i just wanted to make sure that you just don't stay in the relationship. No, definitely get out. And then get a backup plan. And then, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit go left. So it's six months in 
you know, you have do some due diligence about like it's just six months. So let me do something about this now. Then let it drag on, let it drag on, let it definitely. drag on, and then be thinking it'll get better, and then oh, it definitely. don't, and then, you have, and then you have a backup plan. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with you. I hope you have a tap in for us next week. My name is Kayla Lassiter, and you can find me at Kayla Lassiter um, on IG. And I think that's the only platform you can find Kayla Lassiter on these days. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on both platforms. I'm on Twitter and IG, and you can reach your boy. 51 Spade, that's how it go down. And if you see the new outfit, you looking for these G.O.D. shirts, you need to go to the other ID, that's Alpha Male God Creations. It's www.alphamalegodcreations.com. And like I always say about this time, peace.